from WDBM East Lansing. This is The Final Rose, your weekly recap of the latest episode from Bachelor Nation. All right, everyone, welcome back to another edition of Final Rose. I fear we are nearing the end of Claire's season and going into Tasha's, but you know what? I think that's a good thing. As we introduce ourselves, we're gonna go again with our question of the week. And this week, our question of the week is, how would you accept your rose? What do you mean, how would I accept it? Like, you know, some people accept it, as in they just go, of course, or like, didn't easy go, hell yeah, or something. See, I, I actually like this question because, again, it's one of those things every time, every episode I watch them accept a rose, it's like, dude, this is like cringy. Why you guys say that, man? I hate it when they go, absolutely. Absolutely. Or always. Yeah, always. That's big eye roll, dude. It's a big eye roll. You know what I do? I walk up there. Okay, I guess I'll go first. I walk up there, shake her hand, pat her on the back, say, yes. Pat that her doesn't- on the back? Yeah, why would you pat her on the back? That doesn't. I was just joking. That's just a way of speaking, you know. Sometimes I just say things, but uh, yeah, I would keep it simple. Don't don't overdo it. Okay, I I'm Maddie, and I would go in for the kiss on the cheek afterwards, but I would probably accept it with a. Yeah, I'd probably say of course or anytime. I don't know if I would come up with something like grand or something like kind of witty, but keep it simple. Keep it classy, you know, a nice kiss on the cheek, a walk away. Yeah. I'm Abby, and I'm going to hit her with that thank you, and then call it good after that, because that, I don't, I don't know. I'm awkward when people give me things. Nothing more I need to say. Except yeah, but, like, but think, they say, would you accept this rose? And you go, thank you. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oops, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. There is a whole process, isn't there? Oh, okay. All right. If she said, will you accept this rose? I say, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and then I call it good after that. Are you the, are you, like, if somebody said to you, I love you, and you would say thank you? Are you that kind I, of- You know, new girl, when she goes, that's me. <laughs> yeah, instead of just saying thank you or saying I love you back, you go, finger guns <laughs> what if i was like i knew it all along no do the classic han solo i love you i know let's get into the episode because this one was the most dramatic so far in the season and it was crazy from beginning to end so we get back to the show it's return- resuming the rose ceremony and yosef is like I'm going to go talk to Claire. I really want to get this off my chest. And basically, he just goes up to Claire and tells her that the strip volleyball was a classless display. And he just is so annoying about it. I hate Yosef. I hate him too. And I feel like, honestly, the only reason he was so upset about it was because he did not get picked to go on that day date. And I think that he can have his own opinions, like, hey, I wouldn't have done that. I hated it, blah, blah, blah. That's valid. That's okay, because you know what? It was kind of weird to make a bunch of men strip down naked, right, while you're sitting there. The only thing, though, is that the guys that did it were all, from what we saw, were like, yeah, like, it was okay, though. Like, we were okay doing it. Like, we accepted it. And he was just taking it and running. And he really didn't have anything to do with that whole day. 
So the fact he somehow still was able to make it about himself, I mean, hats off to him and his narcissism. Yeah, I mean, obviously pretty uh, pretty much from the get-go, it's pretty hard not to notice how slimy this dude is. Like, you just pick up on it right away. I don't know why she gave him rose ever. Like, there's just yeah. a grease ball. But, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, really, like, out of left field that he just, like, unloaded on her. I can definitely understand being upset with that situation. But the way he just, like, poof, just unloaded was unreal, dude. Yeah. Very, uh, as they say, toxic. Very toxic. Like, yeah, how he was like, I'm here and I can't spend time with my daughter because I'm here. And she's like, I get it because my mom is dying. And he was like, can I, can I continue? That was horrible. That was bad. That was just the moment, like, you knew it was going downhill. And I was like, no. And outside of the show, there's, like, been rumors. First of all, we already knew about the rumor when Tyler C. in the first episode was like, hey, my friend said this about him, blah, blah, blah. There was a TikTok that a girl made and was like, when this guy on The Bachelorette, like, wanted to build a whole life with you, whatever, blah, 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 and then ended up blocking you. It was, like, really drama. But she basically confirmed it was Yosef. And it's like, this dude, I don't know how old he is, but she was definitely young like 20 21 early 20s whatever and so it's like it he was being creepy to other people and yet and still he was upset about the fact that he like all these men got I don't know strip dodgeball I just it doesn't make sense to me no he just seems very immature and I thought that Claire, like, dealt with a lot, considering he was, like, walking away and still yelling insults at her and was still going, like, so classless. You can have her, boys. And I was like, geez, just leave. Like, nobody... Also, by the way, the dude needs a couple more insults in his repertoire because he used, like, classless and, like, there's, like, one other one he just used on repeat. I was like... I think it was the oldest bachelorette. That's what he kept saying. I was like, dude, get out the... Uh the thesaurus here and start looking up some synonyms or something man yeah he was he really didn't have anything else to go on yeah so and then of course i didn't like this part because then like right after claire ran into dale's arms and had a whole like thing with the camera where she was like i just want someone to help me and she really played out the damsel in distress line and i was like girl please stop you're setting us back don't do this yeah she was really dramatic at that part in my opinion too because I she just was like I've had to go through everything alone and by myself and now someone's here for me like if you would have ran into any of their arms they would have all been there yeah and helped you in the same way that Dale did you are just putting him on a pedestal because you picked or you feel whatever about him yeah uh like what henry said before you show up you show up that's what she just kept saying he showed up yeah yeah that should be like the title of this whole season yeah well this part of the season props to the producers for like hey dale why don't you take a walk over here real quick <laughs> they help the other dudes stay over there we're don't come over here yeah I thought that too when it got back to the rest of the guys I remember, like, picking this part out where Chasen was like, no one should treat a female like that. 
And that just reminded me that I hate it when any guy calls a girl female. It just makes me feel, like, creeped out. I don't like it. I think, though, I don't know who said it, but I heard a couple of them go, no one should treat anyone like that. And I was like, exactly. Like, that's the only thing, if we're going to talk about it, that I, as a new Bachelor, Bachelorette fan watching it, it very much is stereotyping genders like really heavily and like that's what I thought too when she was like playing the damsel in distress like the man came and saved me first of all you got yourself out of it so don't discredit yourself like that and where's all this I'm a confident woman blah 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 that you've been preaching about but yet when Dale comes around you're all like it's all gone you know and then so she cancels the rest of the cocktail party because obviously she's shaken up which I got, I understood, and, like, you kind of know who you're gonna kick off anyway before the night, so they went right to the rose ceremony, and I feel like no one really of note left. It was Tyler S., Yosef, obviously, and then Blake, Monar, and Garen. Those people I don't know, uh, so, uh, I had no clue who they were, and then there were still people throughout the episode today that, or, well, the Tuesday that I kept seeing, and I was like, you're still here? Because I just forget that they're even there. Yeah. Yeah, that dude named, like, Ed, Eddie or something, like, where did yes. you come from? Yes. Were you, were you on this show before? Ed and Jay. I was like, who are these people? Yep. And then we get into the first group date. Which I got, this is where I started to get mad because Claire made the boys wait all day long, like not knowing that they weren't going to do anything. And then she comes in and she's like, hey guys, so I decided to cancel our daytime part and we're just going to have a long cocktail party tonight. Doesn't that sound fun? They were like, yeah, sure. We just didn't know for hours what was going to happen. It probably just ran out of corny ideas for days. Okay. <laughs> they're only two episodes or three episodes in well listen how you're pretty limited out this la quinta you're staying at you know what i'm saying like how many different picnics can you have with like weird themes like the love languages thing was already like out of left field <laughs> that was interesting but i just was so annoyed that she was like a long cocktail party instead and they were like okay great and then they get to the long cocktail party and Dale is just like, I'm going to steal her for just five minutes, and then we can, like, go on with our night. And then he took her for 45 minutes, and they made out in her personal suite, and I was just, it made me so mad. Well, and I think that after that part, that's when all the guys were, like, saying, what's the point even if we already don't have a chance? And I think they're right. And that's why, you know, I know it was, like, upsetting and controversial or whatever when the news came out and this happened but I'm glad that they changed it and that she's not doing it because one I'm sick of of it I'm sick of all of it and it would have been the most boring season because it's the same thing every episode and we know Dale's the one and that she's gonna pick so what is the point point? and it's not fun either because like we don't know half of the guys and the guys that we do know are still being overshadowed by Dale exactly like it's just the Dale show and as he said he's the best suited for Claire which got them all pissed oh yeah uh what's his name Jason that with the anger issues 
Mm-hmm. That was that was so ridiculous. He was like, I don't ever get angry like this. And I was like, dude, last episode, you literally just told everyone you had demons to hide. Like, you're not helping your case here. I know. It was just bad. And then, like, after Easy came out and, like, she had a conversation with Easy, she literally told the producer, can we just move the rest of them along? Which I was like, are you serious? Like, why would they show this? Well, it's like, why are they there? Like, yeah, it's pretty bad, actually. <laughs> like, they have lives to. I understand it's during quarantine, but like, at the same time, it's it's pretty bad to be lead. I mean, in the real world, if you're leading like twenty guys on at once, that's a pretty bad statistic to have on your resume. <laughs> you know, it's hard to deny that, but I don't know. It's definitely a weird mentality she's got going on here. Henry, if you were in that position, what would you do? What Dude, kind I'd of like bump this, bro? I'm hanging out at the pool every day. I'm not going on any one of your dates. Give me a guitar and I'll just be sitting over in the corner. Don't worry about me. I'm going to enjoy my time with this La Quinta. <laughs> Take you to the spa that they have. Use yeah. the hot tub. You guys get a weight room over here? How about the, can we get the game on? What's going on? Oh, my God. You'd have, uh, you'd have Bennett's Chateau. Yeah, me, me and Joe would just be hanging out, like, doing some origami, <laughs> yeah. you know. That's right. That kind of vibe. Making other relationships. Relationships that matter. Relationships that matter. Yes. There you go. And then obviously, like, they just move the rest of them along because Dale is obviously just her favorite. And she's like, oh, like, I'm just going to spend an hour with him. Spends five minutes with the rest of the guys and then gives the group date rose to Dale. No, 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 no. You skipped a part where he went and talked to her again. Oh, I forgot about that for a second. Yeah, because he thought it was the bathroom. Oh, I was like, I was like, where is everybody? Like, what's everybody doing? And I walked into this random door that happened to be in her house. Like, yeah, I know. Oh, I thought it was the bathroom. You were just in there. You know where you came from. How old are you, dude? Are you like six? Like trying to lie to your mom right now? Like, what is going on? And then he tried to back out. And then she was like, no, come here. And I was like. Are you serious? <laughs> tried to back out. For all you guys that can't see right now, I'm doing like the air quotes thing. Tried to back out. Like, oh, oh I didn't know anybody was in here. Yeah. He's like, oh, silly. The wicker door, dude. You could definitely hear them. Um, also, I feel like we should also bring up how this has been in the news that Dale actually modeled for Party City. So you can see him at your local Party City. <laughs> that's that's great. That's like uh, Hannah Ann from last year modeling for uh, Sonic or whatever it was. Yeah, for Sonic. <laughs> Gotta keep the trend alive. The food or the hedgehog? The food. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know. How is she modeled for the hedgehog? <laughs> Maybe she was a character in the one that they just did, or like a extra in the movie they just did. I don't know. I'm just clarifying. Thank you. <laughs> valid. Okay, it's valid. But yeah, that part was so stupid. And Claire was just egging all on. And she's unapologetic about it, which, like, fine, I get it. You like him, but you gotta at least be respectful towards the other guys because they're like, she's not even trying. They all went through the same process as Dale. They're all, they all had to not see their family either for a long time in order to come and be here. At least give them their time. It's very least, bare minimum. But yeah, then we go on to the one-on-one with Zach J, which was watching a like slow train crash. It was so bad. <laughs> Wait, 
I don't think you used that phrase correctly. It was like watching a slow train crash. Okay. Like a slow train is just gonna hit this wall real quick. What's the phrase? Watching a train wreck or like you can't. Isn't it like watching away. a car on fire or a car wreck or something like that? It's like that. watching a car wreck that you can't take your eyes away from. I don't know if slow ever actually works its way into that phrase. I don't, I don't think so, but you know what? I think Maddie made it up because it makes sense. It's not wrong. It? It, it, it was like watching a slow train crash. I'm trying to – it's a phrase somewhere. I'm a gonna slow train crash is not very violent. And you know what? Violent. If it's not a phrase, Maddie, you just made it one. I'm, like, talking about – because I'm thinking, like, slow is in there somewhere because you can't – I know what you're trying to say because the, the unfolding of events was very slow. No. I think there's two phrases being mixed here. Yeah, probably. The downfall was slow. It wasn't sudden. And then I think you're mixing, like, the fact that it was a train wreck in there. Yeah, it was a train wreck, and I didn't want to take my eyes away. But also, there, that's, That might be one. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But anyway, we started off with the spa date where all the, like, confessionals with Claire are just, like, her going, I really like Dale. I can't stop thinking about him, even though I'm on this one-on-one date with Zach. Yeah, that was weird. Like, we couldn't tell from the way you weren't being actively involved in the date. When she talks about, like, getting the same respect from the guys, that just made me mad. Yeah, she's got a lot of double standards, I think. I don't like it. And then... Yeah, so everything seems to be going mediocre at best, you know, with the spa date. And then they're just chilling in the pool. And then, of course, she's like, okay, let's start getting ready for dinner. I'll see you in like an hour or something. And then she leans in for, I was very confused by this. She leans in for a kiss. Apparently, he didn't lean in enough. And then she got weirded out by that. So then she like backed away. And he was like, no, 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 what was that? And then he kind of grabbed her rough, and that made me uncomfortable. And then she was like, oh, no, 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 let's just, let's just get ready. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, yeah. here's my take on this. This was an absolutely absurd event because, okay, I think this is a premeditated thing, which is weird to say, but I think it was because the dude did nothing wrong. You can go back to the tape, man. He did nothing wrong. He leaned in just enough, and she stopped. She stopped. He didn't even stop. She stopped. You know what I'm saying? I Yeah, I, she said that he, like, pulled back, but I didn't even see that. But I did have a problem with him afterwards because he kind of, like, grabbed her neck. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. But I'm talking about – I think this whole thing was, like – I'm not going to say it was, like, the producers or it was scripted. I think she, like, made up her mind before she even did it. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was like, very weird the way she, like, jerked to a sudden stop and then, like, was like, oh, let's go yeah, to dinner. It, it, did, like, it did seem a little bit like she went in and then had second thoughts and stopped and then blamed it on him. But I think where it balances out there is, yeah, when he grabbed her because that was – that. I mean, yeah, Maddie, that was really uncomfortable. And he did it more than once. And – then, I mean, considering her background, too, like, she has trauma from abuse. So that was really triggering for her. And I, I did feel bad for her after that because he obviously did not know when to stop. That was wretched. That was horrible to watch. Yeah. I do, like, I feel like part of him 
was feeling bad about how the kiss didn't happen and so he was like trying to rectify that by kissing her and thinking here's the thing there's no recovery from that yep he was he was playing everything he had he was you know entering the chamber at that point which was very uncomfortable to watch but i don't i think in that moment he didn't know what else he could do except to try and like like you said rectify it somehow because there's no coming back from that yeah and even then he still did it in like the very wrong way (laughs) yeah like that was just so awkward to watch and she just basically ran inside clearly uncomfortable yeah and then the worst part i think was when he was at dinner alone and chris harrison just walks up (laughs) and is like hey man i know i'm not claire but you're leaving the show yep that was uncomfortable and like yeah there is no way to come back from it but I still think that he just really pushed it like there I don't know I just don't think that there was a need for the physical aspect that he brought into it at all no not at all Oh, what I I remember I was going to say, it's also a good lesson right there on consent because even if, who okay, let's say she did lean in and she decided, no, I don't want to do this. Is it right that she said it was him? No, but like you're still allowed to change your mind. Even if you're right there about to do it, you're allowed to say no. And she clearly said it and he didn't listen. That was horrible. I feel like that was probably hard for our viewers to watch. So I just think it's important that we like, Make sure that's known. Like, we don't support that. That was horrible. And Claire, as annoying as she is, because she bugs me really bad, she did not deserve that. No. In that moment, I feel like, well, she knew, I think, at that point that she didn't want to continue things with him anyway. So I feel like what she did was right. Send him home. Send him back. But I forgot that was a rule that if you don't get a rose on a one-on-one date, you're out. I did too, because I thought that I caught me off guard until I remembered that. Yeah, and all the boys were like, saw the suitcase go away. I always want to be one of those suitcase people that just slowly take the suitcase away, and all the other people in the house are like, "Oh my gosh!" They're you slowly, you slowly wink at the guys that are all sitting there and are taking the suitcase out. Which is like my number is. Why would the suitcase be there in the first place? Anyways, you know, it's like... Oh, yeah. They pack it for dramatic effect before, and then they just... Mm, That's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Zach gets sent home. Oh, well. Moving on. We go to the second group date, which this is where Bennett goes off. Uh, Everybody knows that he's my favorite now. I love Bennett. Team Bennett forever. But they stupidly decide to make this group date a roast, which I think is a terrible decision because people are just going to be mean because obviously they can't be civil around each other when they're competing. It's not a good decision. And obviously- Why did, why did Claire think it was okay? Because she knows she can barely handle when they don't speak to her within three seconds. If they roast her- or any of the guys that she likes, then she's gonna cry about it. Like, she does not have thick skin to handle that. Who said it was a good idea? I know. What if she, I bet they brought it to her, and she was like, oh, this will be fun. No! So, she's an emotional wreck, that it's not a good idea to roast 
an emotional wreck. Well, put it this way. It's a good idea for, for television. So I think that might kind of shed light on where the motivation came from. It, it does. You're right. But it's still, it wasn't even funny. I didn't laugh once. And I was hoping to like find a hidden comedian in there. Nobody. I thought Ben's was pretty good. He was the first up. And he had a variety of jokes, you know. He did. But none of them memorable. At least not as memorable as Bennett's, who wasn't funny. But he just was telling jokes about Dale the whole time. So it was funny, but it was also so cringy. It wasn't jokes, though. It was just like him like listing up insults, really. Yeah. It was kind of weird, but I don't know. The dude thought he was spitting, so I was like, props to you, man. He dropped the mic. He did drop the mic, literally. <laughs> uh, don't worry. All of my people get on that. Yeah, he said, come to my chateau or something. Is that what he said? I don't even remember. Yeah, he said something about his chateau because his hotel room is bigger than all the other guys, of course. Bennett. I love him. Yeah, Henry, do you still hate him or do you love him now? What's your take? I want to hate him. I do. I really want to because you're supposed to, but mm-hmm. the dude just owns it so well. He, his whole, like, he, oh, God, he's just got, he, he knows exactly who he is. He's like, yeah, I'm, Har- I'm from Harvard. I'm rich. I wear a monocle. I wear scarves when I dress up. Like, the dude, no, he owns it, man. And props to him, and, yeah. I'm no, that's, like- that's valid. I think that, too, you know, what bugs me more than somebody that, like, I, nothing bugs me more than somebody that doesn't own up to whatever. So, like, if you're a bimbo, embrace it. If you're a himbo, embrace it. If you're a rich, embrace it. There's nothing more you can ask than that. Exactly. And I think I would compare Bennett to like your best friend who has a pool and they share their wealth with you. And it's chill though. And you don't like view them any differently than any other friend. Yeah. I don't know how to come back from that. <laughs> let your, let your I, don't feel like, I don't feel like he shares his pool with you as much as he's like, I'll share my private chef with you. Like he, that kind of vibe. He shared his sheet masks with other people. That's true. I th- yeah, I think he's more like, let me just show you what it's like to be rich for a little while. Yeah. But I think all the guys think Bennett is funny to them because he's like one of the oldest guys there and they all poke jo- jokes at him about his wealth. And I just think he thinks it's funny. I think that he I'm... smiles the whole time. The dude never stops smiling. I think that I purposely don't like Bennett just to oppose you, Maddie. But I do like him. Like, I do. I'm like, yeah, every time he speaks, I'm... What was that argument? That was not an argument at all. There was no point being made there. There, um, well, I got out my feelings, and that's what the point was. Wait, wait, no, your, your argument was, I want to say I dislike him, but I like him. <laughs> exactly. There was no argument there. I was staying in a, a fact. <laughs> all right. But anyway, yeah, Bennett goes off. And literally says zing towards Dale. And Claire just gets continually mad because all the guys keep poking fun at Dale. But what else did she expect when she spends all of her time with one guy? And she just kept getting mad. She's like, it's not even funny. Like, they're making fun of my future fiance. I was like, like, get out of here then. Then leave. Then send them home. Yeah. was a kid, bro. He wants to go home. I was like, girl, 
you did this to yourself. What are you doing? What other material do they have to work with? If they make fun of her, she's definitely splitting. Like, she's losing it. So, what's the only other thing they can make fun of? Also, I'm sure it was cathartic for them. You could tell it was, by the way, that as Bennett was spitting, they were all like, yeah. Yeah, like, easy. I remember he was in the audience, and he was just like... His eyes kept getting wider and wider, and he was so surprised at what Bennett was doing, but he was like, he went off. So I thought it was great. I thought some of it was funny, and Claire did not take it lightheartedly at all. No, that's the whole point of a roast. Have you ever watched an actual roast? They'll pull out things from your past that you wish never came out, and they'll say it. Like, they barely scraped the surface of a roast, and she lost it so if i'm being honest the only person that was actually funny at that roast was claire who obviously had somebody else write her jokes for her but like they were actually good so i was here for it but everybody else sucked dude it was like oh my god and i felt bad because they had margaret cho on there she's funny she is a funny lady and she had to be put through that i know i felt bad for her because she had to witness all of that oh (laughs) speaking of that how Oh my God, this has boiled my, what's the word? Boiled my, what is the word? I don't know. We're really bad at phrases on this Boiled show, my blood? Maybe. I think that's it. Boiled, boils my. It's my blood, blood boiling. Blood oh, boil. Well, that aggravated the stew out of me was, um, <laughs> was when, what was her name again? Margaret Cho? Yeah. They were like, oh my God, they were really mean to Dale. Like, dude, that is so fake. It was literally the, the most, Fake thing I've seen probably since like SpongeBob. I mean, I don't even know. Like, it was so bad that it was like, dude, why don't you just have the producer say that line? It was so horrible. And then it was like, Claire was like, "Are they jealous of? Are they jealous of them or something?" I don't. Yeah, know. She's like, "Yeah, they might be." Like, yeah, I'm winking, no, I'm winking by the way, listeners. I'm winking when I say that. It's like, no, duh, they're jealous. They're jealous because he gets more time than they do. What do you expect? And then at the cocktail party, they move into that section, and the whole time, all of our conversations with the guys are like, oh, did Dale say he was best suited for me? Like, what else did he say? I want to know. Literally every conversation. She, she literally only talked to them to talk about Dale. Yeah. Or like, why do you, like, have a problem? Like, I feel like there's something you guys aren't telling me. And then I forget, was it Ben who was like, I think that you, no, it wasn't Ben. I forget, was Kenny that was like, I think you know everything, like, mm-hmm. that was said, and she was like, but I don't. You do. You just want an excuse to talk about him and why he's perfect again. Just take him and leave. At this point, take him and leave. Yeah, literally every conversation, she just wanted more information about Dale, and they were like, I actually, like, want to talk about us and about my life. Uh, do you want to hear about that? And she's like, so did Dale say he was best suited for me or that we were like going to be together or as much as of that show that is scripted, there's just some things you cannot write. And that's one of them. So it's like Dale into me or, or earlier when Yosef's like, she's like, yeah, I know my mother's dying. And he's like, let me finish. <laughs> Shut up. That was, that was the part that made my blood boil when she just kept fishing for information and all the guys were just like uh I don't want to talk about that like poor Joe poor Bennett poor Kenny 
She could talk about being a boy band manager with him forever. Poor Kenny. Uh, I, I thought that ever too. works. I don't know if we're ever poor Kenny. I don't know if I ever <laughs> feel bad for that guy. Yeah, he doesn't really have to deal with anything except no time with Claire. Also, he's a boy band manager. What's he really doing? What else is he going to do, you know? Yeah, I think the person who I would hate the most on the show now that Yosef is gone would probably be Kenny. See, we haven't talked to Ed, so I'm not going to say I don't like him because I don't know him, but something about his face makes me say I don't like him. Well, I'll tell you what, he does not fit in with the rest of the group. No, he looks like an Elvis impersonator. I still have not noticed him until episode three. He looks like an Elvis impersonator to me. He doesn't have a neck. (gasps) (laughs) Isn't that the same as the guy from the 90 Day Fiance? No, or Big Neck. What's his name? Ed? His name is Ed. (laughs) Don't name your kids Ed or else they're not going to have a neck. Um... Yeah, and then after fishing all night for compliments about Dale, <laughs> she gives the group date rose to herself. Give one of them a win. They're already that, struggling. That was a oh my that's like that's a name calling type of move right there. Like that that was a bad look. Very uh very as Yosef would say, distasteful. Very not classy at all. Classless. It was classless. something you wouldn't expect from the old this bachelorette yeah no that was dumb and she literally made this whole speech in the confessional i'm giving this to claire because she is strong and she is doing a great job like are we watching the same thing i mean hype yourself up but also be willing to look at yourself and go oh maybe that's not okay but i feel like they've shown us like the previews that we've been watching since the season started i feel like we've seen most of the drama from claire so i hope next episode i think that will be the last of the reign of claire god we can only hope yeah because the preview showed obviously all the like what happens if 15 guys walk off drama and also the like confusion to what happened what to what's happening and like people freaking out and then they confirm that taisha is in fact the new bachelorette by her coming out of the pool i freaked out when i saw that because i was like yes she's coming to save us good i have high hopes for her she better not ruin it i think she'll do great let's hope we thought i thought claire would be okay I didn't it's not been okay <laughs> i mean i guess it gives us a lot to talk about though so that's so true we t- you win some you lose some and I heard, I tried to look up, I don't think they're bringing back any of the guys who got kicked off already, sadly. But Well, good. We didn't like any of them anyway. I liked some of them that were kicked off on night one. And I liked Brandon because yeah. I feel like that was unfair. I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know him, though. I only thought he was hot. And the irony of that is that's why he left. Wait, you thought that was unfair, though? I don't know if it was unfair. Yeah. I thought it was. It was a pretty tough look for that guy. You can't even, like, the worst quick-witted person in the world can think of something to say, even if it's a lie. Like, lie, dude. Lie. Yeah, that's true. He should have lied. But also- he lie? Like, I mean, okay. I, I, think, I think she put him in a tough situation unfairly. That's true, but, like. I, it was a misunderstanding because. Was it? He was like, no. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> like is there anything better about me besides the way i look he was like no 
<laughs> like, that's, like, know her. I mean, it's true, but like lie. Everybody else is lying. Like they're all lying. You gotta well, lie, man. Okay, but here's the thing. He's not pandering to her because she's like, don't you like my drive, my confidence? And he's like, I haven't seen that yet. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, no, that's not true because he started off saying, when I saw you were the best, Badger, I applied right away. And then she was like, why? And then all he had to say was that you're pretty. Like, he didn't like anything about her. That's so true. either he's shallow or he's an idiot. So, like, it's a lose-lose. He's a himbo. I don't know what those words mean. Himbo? You know what a bimbo is? No. It's me, Henry. <laughs> no. <Hey>, no. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be. So a himbo is a handsome idiot. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of a good example. They're all on The Bachelorette. Those are like the perfect, perfect examples I can think of. You, Bennett is a himbo because he appears stupid. Uh, no. I don't think I agree with that. Went to Harvard. Statement. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't agree He's with that statement. Harvard. There's, there's wisdom in those in that grin of his. <laughs> okay, so Brandon, you just described him as a dumb but handsome guy. So that's kind of what he is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can't describe it any better than that, except, I mean, you know, it's just a thing. You either know what a himbo is or you don't. You're either cool or you're not. We know where you lie. Schmidt is a himbo. Huge himbo. I don't think so. By your definition, I don't think so. Yes. Well, it's not like a complete idiot sometimes, but like he's handsome and he acts like goofy. Yeah, he's a fool. You know, he's a jester. <laughs> I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. Oh this all needs to be edited out. <laughs> no. No. I mean, just broke into the Steve Miller band for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah, because she said jester, and I was like, ha, the joker. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I had to explain my thinking process. It didn't say the jester, though. It was not. It doesn't, but it's related. Henry, Joker, Jester are the same thing. Show me where I'm wrong. Anyway, (laughs) let's end off this week with saying who is our favorite guy. Someone else go first. I need to think about this. I don't really like anyone right now. I, hmm. I'm actually going to say Joe because he surprised me this week and he got a little bit more screen time. And I just think Ooh, he kind of watched the right episode. Um, okay, he got, okay, usually he has zero screen time or very little. But this episode, he had a few confessionals. Like when Margaret Cho came out, he was like, I love oh, her. Oh, true. Yeah, he I respect her. Yeah. And I thought he just came across very kind hearted and I like him. How about Ben? I love Bennett. You know that already. Oh, not Bennett. Ben. Oh, Ben. Um. <laughs> Dude, actually, was kind of like a like a solid character in this this past week. You know, very level headed, kept it together the whole time. Was contributing. Was not. You know, I don't know. What I'm going with that. Not was stirring not, the pot. Yeah, sure. You know, I thought he was very very strong candidate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Abby. Okay. I feel really bad because I can't remember his name. Uh, Obviously, he's not your favorite. Then you cannot say he's your favorite. No, he is because I can tell you what he's about. He's the guy that, like, when Yosef was, like, going off, he's like, but you're not respectful. Like, you're not being – you're not a respectful. Riley? Riley, that's right. Yeah, Riley's my favorite because he was like, 
you know, like, you're really, like, being disrespectful, like, there's a line, and then when um, Yosef was yelling at Claire, he was like, that's not okay, that's not cool, this is what I'm talking about, like, this is horrible, and then later on, like, in the episode, I don't know, I just feel like he's the most mature out of everybody, he just seemed to really, are his arms too big, they're too big, right? Riley's? No. They're too big for his body. No. I mean, I've never looked, I guess. They're but... disproportional. They there's there's good there's good bicep like like uh size and he he's way past it. his arms are too big for his body. I mean, I guess I've never complained about someone's arms, so Oh, Ooh. you're right, Henry. Oh my gosh. Look at that. He looks like SpongeBob with the uh with the blow up arms. Yeah. That actually, those look like, those look like injections. Episode, wild. You're right. I never noticed that until you just said that. I mean, there's other pictures too when he's wearing like tight t-shirts. It's like, dude, those don't fit your body. Don't skip leg day. Don't <laughs> skip like anything else day. <laughs> I don't know. Bice- uh, he works out. Just one part of his body. That's fine. It does look like injections in my opinion. It looks like a steroid thing. I feel like we should end this episode. I think we should have ended this like 20 minutes ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, anyway, here's hoping that Claire will be gone after the next episode and we will have a nice dramatic season going forward, but not as crazy as this one. So we will see you all next time. You've just been listening to The Final Rose. Tune in next week for more Bachelor and Bachelorette thoughts. Special thanks to our general manager, Jeremy Whiting, station manager, Amber Knutsky, and programming director, McKenna Lowndes.